Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Podcast, where faith, family, and culture all collide with a biblical worldview. Your host for the Northfield Podcast is me, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of this broadcast today. Sit back and relax, and let's dive in together. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of the program today. As always, I want to say thanks to our friends at Outpost Coffee for providing us with incredible caffeinated beverages. These guys have everything you need. Check them out, outpostcoffeeco.com. So on the program today, super, super, super excited for our guest that's going to be on today. Um, man, I was in high school when a youth pastor handed me a CD that would forever change my life when it comes to how I saw worship music. I was in 11th grade, and Eddie Shigley handed me a CD of Shane and Caleb. The name of the album was Salvation Still Remains. And I put that in my car, and it absolutely blew my mind. And I have been a fan of Shane Bernard ever since. And later down the road, Shane Everett came into the the equation, and Shane and Shane was born. And I have had the honor and the privilege to share the stage with these guys two different times. And man, they are the real deal. They are just a phenomenal group, and they just they love the Lord Jesus Christ. They love His Word, and so I'm excited for you guys to hear this conversation with Shane and Shane. Well, welcome to the Northfield Podcast, Shane and Shane. How are you guys doing? So good, doing great, fantastic. Um, all right, so basically, I I mean, I'm just, I'm stoked that you guys are are here, and and so for those who don't know who Shane and Shane is, which I mean is crazy to me, but who, who are you guys? Just give us like a 30,000-foot view of who Shane and Shane is. Yeah, well, my name is Shane Everett, and, and this guy sitting next to me is Shane Bernard. Uh, and so that's where we get the name Shane and Shane, not brothers. <laughs> uh, just two guys named Shane, which is crazy. We met in back in 1997 at Texas A&M where we went to school, both kind of business majors. And, and man, providentially, the Lord like set us on this, crazy path of of you know kind of where we land now is just two dudes who plagiarize the bible go around and <laughs> try to tell people about jesus through right. song and so i mean it's and it's i mean there's a lot in between there but but ultimately man we just feel like the lord is for a season is is like put a put a desire on our heart to sing the word of god and 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 help people like love Jesus more by singing his word and and that's what we do and we love doing it. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And you guys do such a great job. I uh, like I said in the beginning of my monologue here I I, I was introduced to you to to you all your music uh by a youth pastor back in the late 90s. And that's I mean and that's uh, I know that's when you guys played together or even came up here to Bartlesville and and you told me uh, just off the air that that's when you guys came up here uh you're on one of your first shows was was playing up here yeah, at a coffee man. house that's it corbin james corbin james coffee shop i, I know it's not there anymore right it it is not no it we've had a lot of coffee shops come and go we did get a scooters here in town though so i mean that's that's big news for us so yeah <laughs> i don't even know what a scooter is scooters. it's What's a, a scooter it's a drive through it's a drive through <laughs> coffee oh. joint <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So I, I, I've been 
in the circle of Christian music, just, I mean, just out, outward, outside looking in and just in the last several years, been able to do events and different things with different artists. And, and sometimes, you know, artists get that, that, you know, they're painted in a certain light that they don't, you know, they're not, uh, you know, they're, they're hard to work with or difficult to work with. You get the writers with all the silly stuff that's there. Man, when you guys came up and, and did the event with us in Bartlesville, uh, it's like, oh, man, when we're looking at maybe four or five years ago, you guys were so kind. Like, I remember the first thing that happened is you, you uh, Shane Everett, you jumped in the, the van and you were like, dude, is there a coffee shop close by? And like, that was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can go there and took you guys in and you guys were just so calm and, and cool and collected where I've had other guys that are like, won't even talk to you in the car. You guys you know, we're, we're genuine and asking questions. And I just, that's one of the things that I, I love about you guys is the interactions that I've had with you all have been, you're, you know, yes, you're, you're, you're popular when it comes to the music you guys play and the things you do, but you don't let the stardom go to your head. Talk about, I guess, talk about that idea there of um, why you guys are different in that area. Uh <clears throat> It's, I guess it's, we, we kind of get sad, uh, you know, there's, there's a part of that question that's just like, it's like not how it should be, obviously. Yeah. Um, just because as, as just as believers, not, not as singers or artists or whatever, just as believers, like <clears throat> we're just, we're alive to serve, uh, folks. Yeah. And, um, I mean, that's just what, what, every day of a believer looks like is um, serving folks. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, or, or, or that's, or that's the, that's the, you know, the great command. That's the goal anyways, um, right? To, <laughs> to love the Lord yeah. and love your neighbor. And so it's like, uh, we don't feel like that's a, uh, you know, that that's a fun thing for us to do. Like, uh, you know, and maybe over the years, when we get to go out now and, and play a concert, like we look forward to that part of it, of just the, the coming and um, being a part of a night or an afternoon and an evening where we get to like love on some folks, you know, and that usually looks like, yeah, someone like you who picks us up and like a sound team that's like coming around, you know, coming around our little, ba- our little band or, or, <clears throat> you know, somebody who's in the green room who's like, doing the hard work of like, I mean, they just, they just cook something and they're unwrapping it and they spent like four hours, you know, like that's all big stuff. I mean, they, it's like, yeah. To, to, to think that like, you know, I mean, we, we come in and like people pay us money and they clap at us when we sing and you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's a little backward. Like we, we've come in to like wash people's feet and, um, declare the greatness of God. And, uh, so man, we, we just, we, we have over the years, um, we've really enjoyed that, that part of the ministry of it, of like the people behind the scenes who are like actually making this thing happen. Yeah. Like, man, how can we encourage them or, uh, you know, it's like you guys are doing so much to serve us. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. You know, like ridiculous that we would we would feel entitled to anything um, from a team of folks that brings us in. Like we get to come in and and declare the great majesty of God and how He can change your life forever. Come on. Through the 
through the finished work of Christ. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you know. Now, where's my M&M? <laughs> you know, it doesn't make any sense. It make sense. Um, and so, I don't, I don't think we, uh, you know, it's, it's not like we wake up in the morning and go, how, you know, how can we, how can we do this? You know, we go to Bartlesville. It's, you know, how can we be different than the industry? How can we, that, those thoughts don't happen. I mean, it's just, you wake okay. up and, you know, if we get some time in the Word or we have a moment with the Holy Spirit, just, you know, and whatever. I mean, the call is to, to actually be a to, to be a follower of Jesus, yeah, and uh, to to let that inform everything you do. You know, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, 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 that's a, probably a bad answer. I don't know. I don't know that. No, I, I don't think it's a bad answer. I just, I mean, I just think that's because you are in an industry that that does sometimes get the you know the the flesh on parade type thing. But I, I think you guys have done a really good job of of balancing that out. I mean, is there, has there been moments where you, where you've felt that tug or that pull of, man, I, I am sort of kind of a, a star here and, and feel the, 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 I guess the sinful pull to, for pride. Has that ever, ever occurred? Oh man. I mean, it happens. It happens at home. It happens in the drive through. It happens <laughs> in traffic. It happens. It happens when I pick my kids up from school. I mean, like, <laughs> like right, the right. the pool to be entitled is 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 for sure ever present. You know, I think you know genuinely. It's like, man, we we want to. I mean, it's 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 Romans, man. We want to put to death the deeds of the flesh, and the deeds of the flesh are are strong. The flesh is strong. You know, it's kind of like you know, like the Star Wars thing. It's just like the force is strong with this one, you know, <laughs> the flesh is strong with this one, you know, I think, so we, we're constantly like, you know, it, I think it's easier. It, it's probably even easier for us on the road because, you know, we've made a commitment to, to be in the service industry. That's kind of what we are, you know? Yeah. So if you're, if you're a waiter and you're, you know, at a, a nice restaurant and, you're paying a lot for a meal and you're a server, then you're going to, you're going to try your best to do a good job, you know, and to serve who the client is, you know? And so for us, for the road, that's, that's, we, we want to serve. I mean, we, 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 we live under like an incredible mandate, you know, to serve the bride. And, and so for us, when we go on the road, that's kind of a, for me, it's an easier place to serve because I'm like, I know that that's why, that's why I'm there, you mm-hmm. know? But yeah. when, when, uh, when there's a conflict with my wife or with my kids or with my friends or at a store and I'm not treated the way that I think that I should be, I forget that I'm there to serve. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I think 100%. I think that it, it's it's in the mundane and the places where it's not expected. It's just like that's where the, that's where the pull is for me. Yeah, you know, to think I deserve to be treated differently. You know, <laughs> because let me tell you something. My wife, my my wife doesn't care that I play in Shane and Shane. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> You know, I mean, like when it when it boils down to, or did you empty the dishwasher? You know, it's just like I'm like, babe, come on, 
You know? Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? (laughs) And I'm sure you've used that terminology. Do you know who you're asking to help? Do you know? Do you really know? That doesn't work. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, no. That doesn't work on any level with any wife, I don't think. So. So, so I think, you know, like, you know, I mean, as far as like the answer, it's just like, I think we, every believer, every person uh, who is trying to walk according to the spirit uh, uh, is going to have to put the, to go back to it, is just going to have to put to death the deeds of the flesh. Yeah. Um, And, and that's what we're, that's what we're actively trying to do, you know? And so, um, but when we go to Bartlesville and you pick us up and you're like, Hey, can I get you guys anything? And we're like, man, we love a cup of coffee. And you're like, let's, I got a spot. It's called scooters. We're like, amazing. Thank you. <laughs> you know, like, of course, thank you so much. And so it's like, it's, it's not, yeah. that is not difficult. It, the fact that it's, it, that it's, that you're like, man, that's different. is just so like weird. I think it's honestly just really weird to us. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that, that anything else would be, that there could be any other response, you know, so. I don't know, I hope yeah, no, that's, that's, that's perfect. No, that's, I mean, that's just something I've, I've noticed over the years that, I mean, you guys have definitely been different in that area. So I, I do appreciate that. Um, okay. So let's, in terms of church membership, um, for you guys that are, you're on the road so, so often, um, talk about your church home and, and sort of kind of how, how that plays in your own spirituality. Yeah, we have been members at Watermark Community Church here in Dallas, Texas for a, a good while, seven years, something like that. And um, it has been such a blessing to us. Uh, we, we don't do near as many shows, concerts as we used to. So we, we, we try to like the last few years, we tried to draw the line at 50. So, oh, wow. you know, I don't know what, what could average have to be three, four a month, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and, uh, and so it isn't as regular as, as we used to, just as our families were growing, we kind of took that step of faith. We created a ministry called the worship initiative. And, um, when we get to pour into the church in a different way, just like here with a team, um, it, it, we have a studio and a space here that we do that. Um, and our church community has been key for us. Uh, like my my wife and I, um, I mean, our community is, you know, uh, four couples mm-hmm. or an average of four couples over the last, you know, since we've been here, that uh, they're our community. We, we get together weekly. We do communion. We do worship. Um, we're on a constant text feed with them. And it's just such a blessing to walk with community in that, in those kinds of ways, like, like purposeful biblical community, you know, just kind of like soul care, uh, kind of stuff. And so that's been super, super awesome. And then, you know, we get to leave worship at our church, um, every, uh, I don't know, a couple times a month. Oh, wow. And, um, and it's, it's awesome. Sometimes that's on a weekend. Sometimes it's on a weekday. Just wherever like the, the needs are for that. So what what drew um, that's and the fact that's where one of the times I've seen you guys as I came to the uh, my wife and I came to the Linger Conference um, back several several years ago, and that's um, and I didn't realize that's when I found out you guys were on staff there um, as doing I mean 
uh, I guess staff. Or, yeah, right. Is that is that my am I saying that right? Yeah, we were we were on staff for a, a couple of years. Yeah, now we just kind of serve. Okay, yep. fantastic. So yeah, you guys at the time were um, were on staff there, and that and I was like, wow. And so that's that's where I was wondering how how you sort of kind of balance that uh, the the tour life and being committed to a local you know, a local New Testament church. And so it sounds like you guys have, I mean, cause you could, I know, I'm sure you could probably get more than 50 gigs a month or 50 gigs a year. So, I mean, that you guys have intentionally cut that back is just, you know, it's really actually awesome to hear that out of, out of somebody's mouth to do that. So I love that. Yeah. That is, that's so incredible. Yeah, um, it has been, it has been a journey of like balance, you know? And so we, we were on staff, for uh, a couple of years where we were leading like every Saturday and every Tuesday oh, wow. here at our, at our church. And then we still had touring and then we were still involved in the worship initiative. And so, it, you know, it didn't take long to kind of go, okay, you know, I think, I think that's a, that's a little much. And so we downshifted like right. maybe three times until, you know, to where we're at now of like, okay, I think this is a manageable, healthy, healthy spot for our family. Um, and so, but, you know, I'm sure it'll adjust again. So we're just constantly like, you know, year by year asking God what's the best, uh, you know, that he would help us, you know, give us wisdom to, to see what the best rhythm is for yeah. our, for our fam. Yeah. So are you guys going to do linger conference anymore? Is that uh, something that's no longer happening? Uh, well, you know, we took a, a we're, we're going to be a few years off, but we're, we're playing with the idea of, of, firing it back up again, like in a different capacity, it'll be called something else. You know, we felt like that linger had in, in the sense of in its current iteration was we had kind of done what we had sought out to do, you know? Um, but I think there's, there's a new, it's going to be almost the exact same thing actually, but, uh, called something a little bit different with, with a little bit different flavor, but yeah. And so, there might be one coming in January. You, you'll have to. You'll have that's, to see. That's not keep, for sure, but it's we're toying with it. We're toying with it. Keep I think an it eye might out. Actually, happen. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but we'll we'll let everybody know as soon as we've kind of locked locked all that in. But we we you know here at the Worship Initiative we we uh, we started a record label this year. We've got three new artists. One of our artists named Aaron Williams is. Has a, a has a really deep heart to to serve the body in in a very similar way that we did with Linger and has a ministry called Dwell and uh, and mm. so we're we're thinking about with with him doing something nice. uh, in that vein and so we're we're uh, yeah we're super excited about it actually so we'll see if you guys don't mind talk talk about the worship initiative what what is your heart and your desire for that I, I you can find it at your website shaneandshane dot com but I mean I, I what is it the Worship Initiative is something we started uh, seven years ago, maybe. <clears throat> um, to yeah, it was you know it, it was it, it was a lot of different reasons we wanted to start it. Um, some of it was fueled out of uh, just a passion to serve the, to serve the church. Um, we we got the opportunity to do like songwriting classes and different things where we walk with young worship leaders and young songwriters, you know, over the years, and so. For us, it was like, okay, coming off the road and then just creating resources around uh, worship ministry, 
um, and all of that. So it's it's a it's a website. It's a subscription based website um, that we just try to equip the church. And so what what it looks like is just you know meeting a church at the very ground level of their need. You know of like the church going, man, I just need a bass player or I need oh, someone wow. who plays keys or you know, I want to do this song, but we, we don't know how to do this song. How do we do it? So we, uh, we've done hundreds of worship songs and, um, and then we've like videoed every part of, of those songs. So every instrument has its own video of like, here's how to play this part on the drums, electric keys, bass, acoustic. We have harmony parts, harmony tools, listen to the harmony loud. We have chart tools, different keys, change the charts. We wrote original devotionals and scripture tagging around every song. So every song kind of has its own world of resources and all of it really for us, like we're not super passionate about like teaching like guitar parts. We're very passionate about, about walking with a group of people um, in, in, in really living out what it is to uh, be a a pastor, a shepherd, Mm. um, an ambassador of Christ. So we kind of have a lot of tools. There's a lot of other tools on the worship initiative, like as far as like craft training and, and heart training, but all of that just really wanting to walk with folks on what it is to be a Jesus follower who sings or plays the guitar or whatever. Nice. Um, and the opportunity, the great, crazy opportunity there is to, to, uh, be a, an influence in your, in your own local environment in that kind of way. So love it. Yeah. It's been awesome. It's been such a joy. Very cool. All right. I'm going to shift gears for a second and I, let's go back. How did Jesus, we'll start with, I mean, you, you guys can flip a coin, I don't care. How did Jesus get a hold of you? Tell us the story of your conversion. Uh, well, this is Shane Everett, and, uh, you know, for me, I, I kind of grew up kind of at arm's length with the church. My, my grandfather was a deacon uh, at a Baptist church. Oh, and, those guys. Uh, oh, and, one of those. And, you there? You there? Yeah, one, one of those guys, okay. huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of like the frozen chosen kind of guy. Yeah, and yeah. My dad, my dad was really rebellious uh, from that kind of life and culture. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I wouldn't say he was hostile to the church, but I would say he was kind of uh, hostile to the things of God and in a mm-hmm. practical sense, yeah. you know. And so, I kind of grew up with a grandfather uh, and and a dad who my grandfather would send me to church camp every year. And, you know, I got saved every year for like 22 years. Uh, (laughs) Every year at camp, I'd get baptized and, you know, walk the aisle. Then I'd get home and, and then there would be no, no fruit in my life until my senior year at at Texas A&M when uh, I was on the end of a, I was in a bar band and I was at the end of the stage one night waiting to get paid. And, and the lights came on in the bar, and if you've ever been in a bar, when the fluorescents come off, come on, and the and kind of drowns out the neon, it was kind of a pretty disgusting room. Yeah. And the Lord just used that image in my life to to kind of show me where my heart was, and mm. and the Lord in that moment, you know, uh, began to woo me to His self. I, I didn't, you know, I don't, I didn't have like words for that at the time, or even really understand what was happening. Right. I just knew that that I was tired of of the life that I had, and I needed something new. And I knew the answer, and in a way that I could frame it was Jesus. 
you know. And so I went to a little church the next morning, and it was a Saturday night, and and walked down the aisle and said I want to give my heart to Christ, and um, that really began my journey. Wow. Where, man, we I've been stumbling through this through this through this thing ever since, but the Lord has been so sustaining and and uh and yeah that's kind of my journey of of uh you know beginning to walk in the spirit and man it's it's i just can't believe uh that you know here we are 20 some odd years later um and the lord has been crazy gracious and generous uh with um with the things of the word really impacting and, and changing the trajectory of my life in a way where I have hope and, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, there's there so many things in there where like so many undeserved things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in, in my life where the Lord has not just redeemed the time, but, uh, yeah, given me a, given me a life that I'm so grateful for. And that's, you know, from my wife to my kids and, but ultimately Jesus, you know? And so it's been cool. That's awesome. It's been really cool. Awesome. I guess, I guess Shane you're B here. Yeah. Shane B on the other side. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't grow up in a Christian home and, uh, we, we grew up my, my mom, dad, my brother and I on the West coast. And, uh, <clears throat> I, we made it to West Texas. I was like, uh, in the, eighth grade uh the end of my eighth grade year i was on top uh my buddy and i were on top of his mom's roof at night playing football <laughs> <laughs> playing football just throwing on, on, football on the, roof. on the roof it's just something we did and when you're in west texas you would understand all right fair um, enough not a lot to do and uh and literally the you know the night sky would light up the would light up the the Roof, and so it's like you can kind of see. And then we just had a moment where we stopped and uh, just gazed up and just had this conversation. It was kind of like for me, uh, like a Psalm 8 moment where uh, in Psalm 8 it says that um, he, he put the stars and the moon in their place with his fingertips. Mm. And then a couple of lines later, it says, what is man that he would care for him? Yeah. And, uh, and I kind of had a little bit of those kinds of feelings. I didn't know what was going on, but I knew enough to go, man, I want to, I want to I, I like, I want to know about, about the God of the universe. And so I, it's back in the day where you could kind of leave for like hours and your parents didn't care. So I'd be like, yeah, mom, dad, my mom was, was kind of like, uh, uh, loosely catholic so we went we went to church you know as we traveled around a lot um on and off and so uh i didn't think that she would be super into me going to any other church so i i uh i told my mom and dad like hey i'm gonna go play basketball and i would sneak off to church on wednesday night with my uh with my my buddy who also wasn't a believer but his mom was and she went to a church and man i heard the gospel for the first time and I heard that I could know God. Mm. Everything I've done wrong, He would. I mean, I was I was like the easiest cell in the world, and and uh, yeah, gave my life to Him, and and uh, yeah, it's, uh, never looked back. 
So cool. Love it. Faith comes yep. by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Love it that that mm. that, that is such a, a beautiful picture there. And and the Romans one of, of creation being used there on on that roof that, that hey, you're there's no something doubt. bigger than you. No doubt. Love that. So good. Okay. Uh, as we wind it up here, favorite theologians, pastors, uh, Bible teachers who 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 um who causes who stirs your affections towards the Lord in terms of teaching ministry? Man, it's probably going to have to be old John Piper. I mean, there's a <laughs> the old Pied Piper. There's a, there's several there's several that really do accomplish that pretty regularly for me. But over the years, um, Pastor John has been a big help in my in my affections for Christ for sure. Yeah. Fantastic. Yep, he's he's he is for me as yeah. well. Yeah, I think that like uh, like him and and kind of his downline of guys who come kind of after him. But I think like early on in our in our walk, I mean, the Lord was gracious enough to put kind of like these these biblical truths uh, and and just kind of a lens to see Scripture through hmm. um, where where the Lord was, was talking, thing, where I think the Lord is clear and scriptures are clear about like an affectionate relationship with the Lord. You know, uh, I think Piper, it, the Lord used Piper in both of our lives to, to really like point us in that direction. Yeah. Um, and so I think, yeah, that was just kind of really transformational for me. The first, the first book I ever read, as a believer was chosen by God by R.C. Sproul. Mm. So the Lord Come used on. him in my life early on too. But like, I think the the thing that has been the most transformational has just been like seeing, seeing and, and knowing um, that the Lord is most glorified when we are most satisfied in him. I mean, so just that in general has just been such a huge part of our life. Uh, my life and uh, how I how I see the Lord, you know. Nice, very cool. I, I love that. It's uh, and those guys have been instrumental in my life. R.C. Sproul, John Piper, John MacArthur, all those guys. Man, I just yeah. they've been fantastic in 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 shaping who I am theologically. And it's just been yeah, I agree. So and I think that's another reason I'm drawn towards you guys' music is just because I feel like it's theologically solid. Does that make sense? And and I just it, it it reaffirms the word, and that's something that is really really just in you know my my worldview and how I how I see stuff is man the word of God is the is the foundation, and if we don't have our yeah. lives centered on the word of God, man, it's man, <laughs> it's a waste no. of time. Otherwise, no doubt, no doubt. No doubt. For sure. Well, um, so if somebody's interested in wanting to know more about you guys or wanted to book you guys for a concert or wanted to have you guys come do something, how do they get a hold of you all? So it's really difficult. It's uh, Shane and Shane.com. Wow. That, that, yeah. How long did it take you guys to come up with that? <laughs> it, yeah. It took a while. It, was it, like took, a it took a long while. Brainstorming, yeah. whiteboard session. Yeah. A lot of people. Lots. Yeah. And, lots uh, of work. You can, you can find us anywhere on iTunes and Spotify and all that. I mean, just Shane and Shane. Yep, Shane and Shane. I'll I'll put a link in the bio of the of this of the body of this podcast so people can see it. So, 
Well, man, I appreciate you all and your, your willingness to come spend half hour with me and just to talk about Jesus and music and how the, how he created it and how he loves us. And so, um, Thanks, we'll get, Caleb. All right, brother. Have a great day. All right. Thanks. Diversified Systems Resources is a technology company based in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, that's been in business for 39 years. Are you looking for a stable employer, clean office environment, fun teammates, and a day that is always new and exciting? Then email us your resume today at dsrjobs at dsrglobal.com. DSR, we deliver technology.